everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Richie's Radio Podcast. 102 episodes in your place for the horological hot takes, taboo topics, and unpopular watch opinions. Forgive me if I stumble. Uh, it's been a very long wind-up weekend for me. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my good buddy here, Schmidt. I'm your host, Brodinky. Schmidt, what's good, bud? Nothing much, man. Just uh, just sad I missed out on all the cool wind-up festivities. Sound like uh, New York was pretty hopping in this past weekend with the the watch scene, and uh, said I had to to see it from the sidelines, see if Nia uh, be an armchair quarterback this weekend. So, yeah, uh, I'm just getting my voice and my sleep back. So bear with me here. I might I might stumble <laughs> a little bit, but I'm I'm in one piece. <laughs> there you go. It was uh yeah it was some time um yeah uh I'll recap a bunch of it shortly after we get through our usual stuff um I guess just housekeeping I think all we got left are twenty two millimeter pink straps uh and that's it so if you want one get one before they're gone shout out to everybody who wore one this weekend it was cool running into some folks in the wild with them took a picture with at least one of them. Uh, it was neat. We were I was walking around with Nick from Strap Habit at some point, and um, you know, people were people were taking notice. We were both. He was wearing the old one. I was wearing the new one. They were just taking notice. We were yeah. both wearing them, and then they had to ask, you know, what is it? Where'd you get it? You know, just uh, so, it was so there were still people that didn't know. Oh yeah, and then it was, it was a lot of people working the booths mostly, but it was just fun ah. to kind of like loop them in on it and everything and whatever. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Uh, Shout out to everybody who wore one this weekend. Uh, we I did have a funny moment at the G-Shock booth. Sort of funny. I mean, got a little depressing at one point, but um, they have that. I picked I picked up the the super pink G-Shock to take a pic of yeah. it. And the guy's like, Oh, that's for a good cause. And I was like, Yeah, oh yeah. And he's like, Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, breast cancer, you know. And I was like, Yeah, I know a lot about that. Like, and I was just like, you know, uh, and I was like, Oh, me and my friend, I was like, you know, you've been raising money yourself or whatever. Turns out the guy's a survivor. He's in remission. We had a whole talk about it. I talked about, you know, the uh, people I the people <laughs> I knew who are involved and kind of said, if you need help, reach out. You know, they'll they'll help you and everything. But you know, I wish them the best of luck and everything. But it was just, it was just uh it was a funny, at least interaction in the beginning where he's like, Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's for it's for charity. You should uh check <laughs> like, that out. I'm like, like it's like thanks, bro. I'm uh, I'm very well aware. Thanks. <laughs> yes, yes. So that was it's okay. It's okay. Some, sometimes we also we often think too that like everyone's in in the deep rabbit hole that is a watch industry. Even no, if you of course it. I I never take that for granted. I'm like nobody knows anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it'll it'll never be surprised how 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 little people actually do know about about what's going on in the industry. So yeah, and so you know that's what made it kind of a funny weekend too. Is it it feel it somehow simultaneously felt like a super big and super or i should say it made makes you feel super big and super small at the same time because uh yeah you know like i said i usually i usually don't uh i i definitely don't introduce myself as Berlinke, but uh this this go around i decided it'll be it'd be fun i have a uh, you've seen it um at at one point when uh we were doing the live streams people were, were asking if they could purchase some kind of a merchandise so i you know i had i slap together some hats and some mugs and stuff. Well, when you buy a, uh, or you, when you make an online store, they let you sample stuff. So you can put your, your yeah. logo, whatever on stuff and you can, they'll send you a sample. So I made a hoodie 
And it's like, it's not super loud. It's got, you know, the red B with the white lettering. It's a black hoodie, but it's like kind of fade, like the lettering's faded. So it's not like yeah. your face. So I wore it just for, for giggles to see who would like pick up on it. And some people did, and they would be like, oh, that's cool. Like, are you a fan? And I'm like, no, I'm him. That's me. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, you're just like a normal guy. Like, like how, oh, you how, just, how, you, how would we know? We're surprised you would rub elbows. But no, I was like, yeah, I was like, no, it's me. So that, that happened like basically all weekend. But it was, it was fun. It had it, it prompted a lot of funny banter and things, with, especially with yeah. a lot of the, the people at the booths, you know, having some some fun conversations and stuff. So, um, so yeah, like I said, it, 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 it was very uh, humbling on both ends in that some people would see that and not know what the heck it was. And other people would stop me in my tracks and be like, yo, I got to talk to you. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. So very cool overall, I got to say. And yeah, quite a time, quite a time was had. <laughs> That's, that sounds cool, man. That sounds cool. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to hear more about the specifics about what went down at, at wind up and all the stuff that I missed, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. here we are. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get through the new stuff and we'll get to that shortly after. Um, I guess I'm going to start out with the first booth that I went to when I walked in and that's Zodiac went to go see our good friend, Mike Pearson. Uh, he's yes. killing it as always, man, doing nothing but hustle. That dude is pure hustle. I know I it's know. impressive to watch. I, yeah. I'm a no, high it, energy it totally person. Is, man. I'm a high energy person. He is maximum. He takes, he takes it to, to another level for sure. And, and it, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was manning like multiple boots. Because he had like Zodiac was there, then he had like STP, like the movement manufacturer was also there, and he was like kind of like manning that to to some degree. Is that is that true? Um, I know that there was a fossil booth, but it wasn't anywhere near Zodiac. That might that I have, knew that might have been the STP next to them, around the corner from them. I didn't put the I didn't put two and two together on that one, but yeah, he was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So from what I saw in the photos, he he like posted on his social like a picture of him and Zodiac. He's like, you know, thank you, wind up, all this stuff. And then he also posted like him like leaning over, and he was like in front of STP, which that makes is sense. basically the fossil group Swiss movement manufacturer that you know makes ETA clone movements. You know that other brands can use. Um, and I think that their booth was kind of like a U shape. From what I saw, yeah, that that makes on, sense. On it was just it was the the corner of the U, I guess, is what you yeah, were talking exactly, about. exactly. Cool. So uh, they've got a new watch out, and he and he teased it when we were there. Didn't get to see it, but he he teased it. He actually had it. And, ah, and I I learned that's the thing to do. By the way, if you go to wind up, every single booth you stop at, you just you just after the chatter, you go. So you got anything sneaky lying around? And people will pull out <laughs> every single booth, pulling out a watch roll with some. Either some unreleased something, prototype, whatever, you know, they'll say no pictures, but they're down to show it to you. It was fun. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. started doing it. After a while, I was like, you got anything, anything lying around? <laughs> you got anything a little sneaky in there? Or, yeah, that's what up? I started doing. It was great. It was, uh, I, it was like, it's like the, uh, like animal style at uh, In N Out Burger, right? You just, it's off the menu. You just have to ask for it. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Uh, but exactly. So, so, uh, so Zodiac's got a new watch out. They debuted it. Um, it's called the Pineapple Dream. And if you're familiar with the Aquamarine Dream, this is, I guess, the the brother or sister to that. Also in con, uh, collaboration with a blog to watch, so that's where the connection yeah. is yeah. there. And it's uh, it's a colorful watch. It's green. It's got a lot of yellow accent to it. It's pretty cool though. It, it's hard to tell in the pictures, but when I I saw the live uh, photos of it, 
the dial is like transitional almost. It's it's depending yeah. what light you hold it in. It's it's black. It's green. It's 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 like a pea green, light yellow, and that's sort of like the motif of the whole watch. You can see the markers are kind of like that too. The bezel is uh you know a darker shade of green gives you a lot of nice contrast there. I like it. The the uh, second hand is bright yellow. We've already spoken about it. We know how you feel about counterweights. This this one has. An interesting one. <laughs> it's it's look, silhouette. I will say this. It's a silhouette it's of a subtle. pineapple. It's subtle enough. It's a silhouette of a pineapple, which I get. Um, you know, I would have I would have been fine with just a case back and just a standard second hand and, and kind of more of the motif of the of the pineapple dream than actually having the counterweight. I know it's cheeky, I know it's a cool, subtle way to incorporate it. Um, but it, you know, at at some point just it feels too comical. So that's my only criticism of this watch. But other than that, the finishing is amazing. Um, as you pointed out, this is a very intricate, multi-toned finished watch. Um, so just kind of looking at some of the product renderings on the Zodiac page, um, the watch dial is a uh, sunbrush finish, but the sunbrushing comes from the 12 o'clock marker downward. Right. So it almost looks like it's dropping like like rays of sunshine down, which is very cool. Um, it is kind of a gradient or fume dial, so it does get like this lighter shade of color of green. It's progressively darker, almost to like a black, so it does transition, kind of like a James Cameron, you know, uh, a sea dweller. Yes. And then what I found was very interesting is the top part of the hour markers are actually in yellow surround. Right. And as they transition to the lower portion of the dial, they change to a dark green. Yes. And the same thing is true with the bezel. The bezel, when you have it perfectly orientated, the basically the top half of the bezel is almost like in this yellowish green color. And then it fades. And it gets darker. Yeah, it's weird. I've never seen a bezel do this. Um, you would think that, you know, typically we do like the yellow kind of 15 minute scale. And and that would kind of be the 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 focus here, but it's not. It's like the whole top half of the bezel between like the fifty minute marker and like ten minute marker of you know the top section of the of the of the dial. Yeah, it's like a gold color, and uh, it it's like a gold color. And I can tell that even in the photos, it is distinctly different than the rest of the bezel, which is uh, which is interesting. So. It's a cool looking watch for sure. Absolutely for sure. And I do like the the case back. A slice of the good life. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. And these are uh chronometers. So pretty neat. You yeah, know, they are. They are seeing them just they just keep uh you know sort of building on their 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 tech and their specs and stuff. So definitely excited to see where they're headed uh in the future. I can't lie, when I when I saw the uh I guess teasers for this watch. I was like, please don't let it be like a SpongeBob SquarePants watch. Because <laughs> all I kept seeing was pineapples. Yeah. I was like, please Something don't let SpongeBob it be a SpongeBob related. collab. <laughs> Anything that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? With Oris and 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 the Muppets, I mean, who's to say, right? You know, anything is possible well, at this point. Yeah, I mean, AP's doing Marvel nonsense. I mean, nobody's untouchable at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh. And then, coincidentally, from Zodiac, went directly to my left. Studio Underdog has a new watch out, right? So they're not, it's <laughs> yes. not a chronograph. 
right? It's actually a field watch, which was surprising, I think, for a lot of people. So they have their O2 series field watch. Uh, they've got it in a few colors. Um, my favorite is somebody calls it the pink lemonade. It's sort of a, a yellow to pink gradient dial, but almost similar to how Zodiac does it, where it's it's kind of like top to bottom and it, and it fades on you a little bit. There's also a light blue shade that I heard somebody call Stephanie, I guess supposed to be like Tiffany, like as a joke. I don't know, but I don't know if these are real names or not, but um, they're neat. Uh, I, you know, at first I was a little thrown by the screws and I was like, I don't know how I feel about these. And I hope they're somewhat functional because I would feel weird if they weren't. But yeah. my first question went right up and I said, Hey, what do these screws do? <laughs> and so they actually had a, a larger size model of the dial and it's got multiple layers on it and you could see the the numerals on one layer and then the coloring is on another layer there's some transparent things going on there and the screws hold it together yeah so they are functional and so that sort of alleviated my uh my screw anxiety there <laughs> yeah i mean it's one thing if the screws are, are just there for decoration it's another thing that they actually have that they actually serve a purpose and in this case obviously they do um man i love this watch i mean we all know how people feel about tudor faux rivets right i, yeah, I feel like that yeah, would exactly. fall into the same category if it was useless yeah i agree yeah. but yeah super good i tried it on great size they continue to bring hits um you know i think they're sort of a, a fan favorite at this point they've given us a ton of sort of playful watches and some of them literally stemming from jokes which is also kind of neat but we we've got a ton of those big eye chronographs in every flavor of manageable uh imaginable yeah. literally flavor <laughs> and uh they're not stopping there they're gonna give us some neat stuff uh you know they play with color very well and this is no exception and the loom on these is absolutely sick definitely check out photos if you haven't seen it they uh the the different colors on the dial loom different it, it's just really really cool it, you know i i just think that overall this is such a fun play on a field watch and it's it's so it's it's so studio underdog i mean I, that's the only way i can explain it because they were they they really just thrust themselves on the scene in the middle of covid if you think back to 2020 and this was a no-nothing brand. Nobody knew anything about it. They're like, you know what? We're making these crazy watches. Big eye chronographs, manual wand movements, nothing crazy. But the craziness lied in the design. Is taking the conventional, flipping it on its head, and making it unconventional. And I think that they certainly achieved that. And I think for their second offering, you know, and 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 like I've said before, um, uh, <clears throat> many brands need to take a take a look at this. You know, this is a great follow-up to an already successful line for them. And this is an amazing launch. To take something that's so Spartan, so simple in terms of a military concept, to flip it on its head, make these watches completely loomed dials, you know, really do this multi-dimensional texturing with the dial. So you have basically a top dial and an under dial. It's screwed together, creates this three-dimensional effect with the numbers almost floating over top right, of it. Yeah, it's really cool. It, it's this is just cool. And like you said, I think everyone's favorite is kind of like this uh, uh, strawberry lemonade, which, you know, I don't know if that's the official name for it or not, but awesome. And in a world of, of, of 
night divers, if you will, or full loomed watches that are very much in vogue, this is a crazy cool one, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree with that. And it's done unconventionally, which is sort of their MO, but also greatly appreciated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so it is called the Pink Lemonade. All right, yeah. I just want right. to double check. Well, so I was talking to people about it, and they were using, like, the person that was term? using these terms, not the person at <laughs> Studio Underdog, like, a, another person I was talking to. And I was like, right. I don't know if this person is just trying to start a trend or if these are the go-tos for this. So I, I put it in the memory bank, and I was like, I'll come back to this later. So so just so you know, um, the official color code is Pink Lemonade. Then there's the light blue one, which they call the Stephanie. Yeah, okay. Blue. He was right. He was right about that. And then uh, there's the kind of the ivory color, which is called the full moon. Right. And then the dark dial, which is called midnight. But Stephanie blue is kind of funny because it's almost like a riff on Tiffany blue. But it's Stephanie. Right. Blue. It's it's sort of saying we also like pastel blue, but we're not doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love that they juxtaposed it with the bright orange, like hour, minute, and second hand. Yeah. So... Yeah, they continue to uh, kill it, and we'll they we'll, do. We'll see how they they expand too. You know. Yeah, I I agree. Like I said, you know, my only criticism, and I said this even before with the with the chronographs, is just I don't like that it says manual and then hand winding on it. Mm. Um, I get that, but I think it's also time to to maybe move away from that. If you want to put it, put it somewhere on the case back. But you know, just it it doesn't need to be there anymore. I think we I think we get it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that right. is all. That's all she wrote. Uh, up next, something that caught my eye. Uh, not certainly not a brand I'm I'm exploring to buy watches in, but I did see that Leica put out a another watch to follow up their last one. I Yay. really, really did not like the last one. This one I'm a little more warm on. Um, it's it's a little interesting at least, and it's. I'm sure yeah. it's very, very expensive because I didn't check the price because I again I it's not really a a brand I'm I'm in the market for. So mm-hmm, but look mm-hmm. just looking at it, I mean I think the bracelet is objectively interesting. Yeah. I think the dial, if you squint your eyes, is you know, kind of nautilus, right? It's got similar markers, similar pattern, similar mm-hmm, color. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm looking at is dark blue with the bright white markers on it. Um, you know, case shape. I mean, it's got a little bit Honestly, it feels like it's got a little bit of streamliner, a little bit of yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah. I could see. I could see certainly the streamliner. So I don't. It's not the worst looking watch in the world. Again, not something I'm going to run out and buy for sure. And definitely, you know, especially I, I, not for the price point. <laughs> I didn't even look at it. What is it? Uh, it, if this is correct, it's seven thousand four fifty U.S. Yeah. See, I knew it would be somewhere up there, and it's just uh, but the, but the, I. The, the previous th- version was like fifteen. Yeah, I'm sorry. and I yeah. and I thought that eleven. Was, I thought that one was an absolute abomination. So by by putting them side by side, I think this one is a much better alternative. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm I'm not. I mean, again, I don't like is, it enough to to track it down, but it's. I think it's a, a step in the right direction. Look, I I I think if you're somebody that is is within the Leica, you know, iconography, if you're in the Leica mind space, um, I mean, you're, you're already comfortable spending this type of money on a camera. Um, what's, what's a watch for you? Yeah. Uh, for me as kind of a watch enthusiast and not a photography enthusiast, like this just doesn't make sense for me, especially at, you know, the price of 
a Cartier Santos or an Omega Speedmaster. Like, there's so many other iconic watches that I would buy for yeah, it's a big seven to eight thousand dollars. And my first choice is not going to be a Leica. And again, nothing wrong with it. The design, I think it looks cool. I think you were correct. I think it looks very Streamliner esque, um, and certainly a lot less expensive than a Streamliner. But you know, for me, it's it's just it's okay. You know, I I think it's good looking. I think it's it's something that will sell to a certain demographic of people. Um, but for me, it's not something that's going to really pull me, or as we used to say, grab me by the nethers and and make me want to buy it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. It's just it's it's a good looking watch. I don't think there's anything wrong about it. The bracelet looks very interesting. It is convertible, so you can change it from bracelet to textile to rubber. There are changeable options uh, on the Leica website. Um, so it's cool and it's it's nice that they're doing something that is you know much more in line with a with a kind of standard watch the other ones kind of look more like a chrono almost um and i think this yeah so this is in titanium as well so you are getting a titanium case mm-hmm. um but you know it's gonna be hard to get because they're only sold in like a retail stores and yeah i'm not spending eight thousand dollars on it I don't like it that much. Yeah, I don't like it that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all my Leica people who are just like cringing on the other side of this podcast. I don't know anybody who owns a Leica, so I don't give. They're out there. They're out there. <laughs> are you sure about that? You sure you're good? All right. Uh, next up, we have a, an 18 karat gold uh, Carrera. It's uh, a gold panda. It's in the uh the the more wide case and uh I like it. I think this is cool. I I, I think this, this is a good is, looking uh, watch. Yeah, it's in the, the glass box, I believe, and it's it's just very snazzy. Again, yeah, I'm sure this this is way out of my price range, but if I had yeah. money like this, I would consider buying this. Yeah, there, there there's there's no question about this watch. I mean, this is an objectively very good looking watch. It is far superior to some of the other, you know gold Porsche collaboration type things that we received this year. Um, I think objectively this looks very handsome and I love the fact that it's a riff on some of these vintage um, kind of Atavias that were sold in a very small select few or that were given out as awards for racing competitions. Um, This is cool. Okay. So um, let me pull some of the specs here. It is in the glass box formation. Yeah. This is yellow gold. It's a 39 millimeter case. So this is in the the vintage Hoyer uh the vintage Hoyer Carrera um case. You do have a sapphire crystal strap. Dial is also in gold. It's in uh, a two end gold. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe it's a different carat weight. But gold dial as well. So this is Ormasif with the the gold bezel. It just looks good, man. What I and, really like is that so you have black you have two black sub registers yeah and in those you have gold second hands and then at the yeah. six o'clock you have uh another sub register but it's not it's not so outlined it's just the same color as the dial and it has just markings around it and you yep. have a black hand there and then a black chrono seconds hand also yep you're getting just black and gold everywhere yeah and it, and it's a great way to really hide that third sub dial without making it so prominent because let's be honest it, it is a it is a tri sub dial watch it's yes. not a 
two subdial register chronographs. It's a three three subdial register chronograph. But tagged is a great way of hiding this, even though it's in plain sight, which allows you to have a very unobstructed date window. It looks very symmetrical. It gives you the appearance of this of this bicompacts or or two yeah, subdial register chronograph without making it feel awkward or out of place. And it looks good. Spacing of the subdials is perfect. It just is just big, mean, gold, black awesomeness. And they nailed it. They 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 absolutely nailed it. And again, this is what I was going to say. It's like this is one of those situations where, to me, it's like, tag. How do you come out with this? And then how do you give us what you just gave us like a few weeks ago? Where we we're like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? Like this is this is that this is that juxtaposition. This is that point where it's like, okay, what are we doing as a brand? Okay, because we can come out with complete bangers like this, and yet we're like. Porsche 911 collaboration watches and it's like oh Mario Kart is in there too <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean it's they like just it came just out doesn't a, didn't they just come out with a rowing blazers was that them yes there was yeah. a rowing blazers sprinkled in there and now rowing blazers is at target and I'm like I don't I don't get it I'm confused <laughs> I'm like what what are you and what are you doing and and I still stand by my statement I've had a couple of people message me in the comments about it it's like Hoyer needs to be the elevated version of Tag, and Tag needs to be the the lower tier version. Yeah, and I, I you know, but we we've also had some people agree with you on that, so I, I don't think that's a a terrible suggestion at all. I just think uh, they're definitely a brand trying to find their identity right now, and they're they're trying to be the brand for everyone. Exactly, and as a result, I I don't know if they're they're the brand for. For that anyone. many people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I think that that's perfectly well said. I mean, they're trying to be everybody, and in doing so, you become the brand of nobody at the same time. It's, it's a great way to put it. Okay, uh, on to the next here. We have another Hodinkee G-Shock LE collaboration with a musician. It's not John Mayer. <laughs> uh, this time Thank God. I mean, I think we're up to, like, what, five John Mayer G-Shocks yeah. these days? So this time it's Ed Sheeran, and uh, you know they used they used a a talk and watches with him and John as a yeah basically a fun ad for this <laughs> a very long ad for for this yellow G Shock and 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 all of the other piece unique watches that yeah. apparently Ed Sheeran has and all the other peasants out there can't get so and uh, they they've been teasing this one a long time. I don't know if you saw like months ago they were like, oh, Ed Sheeran's wearing a yellow G-Shock on stage. Isn't that nifty? Because he's rich and this is a, a broke watch, right? Oh, you know what? Yeah. Now that you say yeah. it, I they were teasing sense. this a while out. So I see, now... I see you, Houdinki. You're playing the long game. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So here it is. Something. Here it is. It's a, it's a bright yellow uh, 6900 reference, and it's got like splotches of black paint. On the the strap, it yeah, looks like yeah, looks like it's dirty. Yeah, and it's it's just it's got black accents, and I don't know what they're doing with the dial there, but I, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I kind of hate it. <laughs> I'm just gonna be blunt on this one. Like, yeah. there's there's no sugarcoat. <laughs> like, so a lot of times I'll give the benefit of the doubt. I'll be like, hey, it's kind of interesting, or I could see where someone would like this. I think this thing looks like a hideous banana. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> this looks like a molding banana where it's really oh, good black spots. You know what? And you know what? This is this is the first of many, because I just clicked on the link on Houd- on Houdinki's website. It says over the next three months, 
we will unveil limited edition watches with three very different collaborators, each an artist and a tastemaker in their own right. Connect. Well, I'll give you this much. It's not me. <laughs> it's definitely not me. It's definitely not me, but they have some affiliation to to John Mayer in some degree. So they got to be in his inner circle. He's able to pull some strings and, and get people to to get these custom watches. So Yeah, but this this looks like the banana I throw at cars in Mario Kart. So And and it ain't for me. And it's greasy and dirty like a New York City banana, right? It's got black specks all over it and just you throw it away. Yep. Yeah. But, so, I mean, that's all it, I got to say about it. I, I don't it, want it. I don't like it. I don't like yeah, it. I don't like it, the it, whole the whole musician collaboration thing. I'm done with it. I've seen this one a million times. So I'm, I'm, I'm I, look, I, I get the whole idea of the, uh, the musician collaboration, but, you know, at some point it's just like, okay, nothing against you, Ed Sheeran. Like, I know you're probably a nice guy. You collect a lot of cool stuff, but. Make nice songs for weddings. You know, but at the end of the day, this is just one of those watches that's just like, I, I'm with you. I have no desire to own it at all. Yeah, so that's that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> I think this is the last one up. Uh, one that I actually like a lot. So IWC put out a much smaller version of the Mojave Desert color scheme. Here it's in a Top Gun. It's 41 mils. For me, this is a really cool watch. I mean, I, I liked the, the colored big pilots i think they were big pilots when they when they dropped them but they're all huge they're like 45 millimeters and yeah exactly chunky chunky pilots this configuration i've always liked and the 41 i think is a good size for this and this color scheme was amazing in the bigger size i think it's going to be even better in this size it'll be good for more wrists and i think it's just a little more compact a little more of a neater package so um I like this a lot. I hope they do the other. I think they did a white and a green also. I hope they do it in this as well. There's a few, actually, I think. because I only saw this one because this one is like the one that everybody's sharing because it's probably the coolest. But I remember yeah, the so, old ones, they did three different colors. So there's so they came out with a few different watches over the over the week. And it wasn't necessarily affiliated with like wind up and more so I think like watch time maybe. Yeah, they're more of um, watch time. So the 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 main ones that they did is the obviously the Mojave Desert. They did a jet black IWC big pilot, and then they did the Oceana, which is a blue ceramic titanium hardware. That one for me personally just looks so clean. Oh, I it's saw that. The, that is nice. Yeah, that's very nice. Lewis Hamilton was wearing it. It's part of their their Pantone series, but it's in a smaller case diameter. All that good stuff. And then the last kind of watch that they did is they did a new version of their time zoner, but in the woodland camo, which, man, I got to be honest with you, this is probably my favorite because it's a big watch, but it has a very cool jumping, you know, complication. You can rotate it very quickly on the, on the bezel and it changes the time zone for you. It's a, it's a pretty nifty complication for sure, but it's a big watch but in ceramic and it's in green and it looks sick. So I'm here for it. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. it. It's funny. You mentioned uh watch time is that I, I get on the train and I'm headed to the city and I'm sitting there and you know, I got my earphones in. I look over across the aisle and the guy, he's got his earphones into, he's wearing a, a Royal Oak. 
<laughs> Young, younger dude too younger dude in, we're in casual, casual clothes wearing a, a royal look and i and i look over and, I, and if this guy didn't have his, his music on i was gonna be like so you're going to watch time huh you're you're not going you're not going to wind up <laughs> i'm over here with my say my seiko five on i'm going to wind up you're going to watch time yeah that's, exactly. that's what i was gonna say <laughs> did, did you actually talk to him no no he, he was he had his music on i wasn't i wasn't gonna flag him down like i didn't want to do the thing where you wave and be like hey hey yeah 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 but uh, I was just—I saw the the bracelets unmistakable. I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, I see." And then, yeah, yeah, you're going to the other meetup. I was like, "You're going to watch time." Yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, all in all, I think I think what IWC rolled out recently and extension of their Pantene series is is really great. The ceramics are cool. The Oceana is probably my favorite and certainly the most wearable. Like you said, you know that 41, 42 millimeter case, Pilot in ceramic. I think it looks great. But uh, if I had to pick. The time zoner is probably up there, but I know that for everybody, they're not ready to rock a 46 millimeter watch. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, as promised, I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to keep this as brief as I can. Um, I'll give a quick, <laughs> my, my quick synopsis of, uh, my couple days. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned on air or not, but it, it seems like this weekend for me is just cursed. Like every year something happens like last year, I, I told him my boss's wife was having surgery and he's like, I'm not yeah, coming in. Yeah. He's like, you have to man the fort. And I literally, I, I more or less risked my job to go do the panel. Like I, <laughs> I just told the rest of the people that I had to go for a while and I would be back. It's like, please like, don't burn the building down. <laughs> and thankfully upper management did not come snooping around and ask where I was or anything. Yeah, exactly. And that was that. And I made it back. and It was fine. But like, I was just like, YOLO, you know, this is I'm never going to get asked to do something like this again. I'm just going to go do it. <laughs> yeah if he, if he dies he dies yeah. if he dies he dies yeah it's fine um and then this year uh so my job tried to plan something on this weekend which me and my my i don't know what you call him, my partner at work or whatever we we basically schemed around it so that i didn't have to be there on saturday which was great yeah um okay solid and, uh <laughs> yeah awesome and friday i had to find some coverage with the kids found it got to go Saturday, my wife books plans with my cousin early in the night. I'm like, okay. So clearly not going during the day again on Saturdays, but yeah, I was able to skedaddle after I got the kids home when Saturday night again. But um, so I went to the fair Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, I got on the train. Uh, it poured, which was not great, awesome. but <laughs> <laughs> super awesome. But I made it in one piece. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I get there. First booth I went to, as I said, was Zodiac. Caught up with Mike. Um, checked out the the laser tags. Pretty cool. Um, I definitely think I like the blue one a lot better than the sort of reddish one. Please, please tell me you dropped a subtle hint that that you want a wrist cheese radio version. Please. I mean, they, please. that would just make sense realistically. But um, come on, Mike. Yeah, Let's make it happen, Mike. Please, come on. The only thing I didn't know how I feel about it was the the straps are Velcro. Yeah, I did know that. I mean, but that's a simple strap change. I mean, like, put on. Yeah, it's. Fun. I mean, it would. They'll. They'll probably look sick on a tropic. Like you throw it on some wild colored tropic or something, it'll look amazing. But yeah. um, but they are loomed. The straps are loomed also. Which are is they kind of, really? Yeah, I did not know that. Black that, light and like even, the the stripes on them tight. glow. Yeah, which is which is also kind of neat. That's even so, more tight. That's cool. So those are really cool. Got to check out the the ceramics. I was really excited to see those. I really wanted to check them out. They're awesome. Um. Blue, I think, is my favorite after seeing them in person. I think the blue dial just sings, and it's just a very, very clean look with the blue dial, blue strap. Um, and, the, and the white ceramic case, yes, right? Yes, the white ceramic case. The black one is fire, too. 
Yeah. They were that was right next to it. That is also very, very awesome. Um, but yeah, out of the three, the orange, green, and blue. I thought I liked the green the best. I don't. I like the blue the best. It's just that dial just really, really yeah. Killed it. Yeah, so jealous. Um, <laughs> so I, jealous. I I did get to handle he had the uh that rainbow dial one. <laughs> The oh yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. The skeletonized one. Certainly not my favorite watch, but it was it was neat to just play around with. Um, yeah, the it's, Olymp- it's like a novelty piece. You yeah, know it what is. I mean? it's like, a very it's, novelty piece. Yeah, the uh, the Olympos actually wowed me. Really, I thought that was actually a really cool watch. Like I thought it was neat in pictures. It was kind of novel, but like it wears great. The size is great. The you know yeah. case shape is kind of odd. The yeah, it looks like a configuration is odd. It's tight. But it's cool. It's very cool. They just—I think they just came out with the one I was checking out. I think it's a green dial with an orange. It's a green second. dial. Yeah, that one's the new version. Uh, really with nice. Orange second. With, really, really with nice. Orange like that, that one really spoke to me when I tried it on. It was really, really good. Um, but yeah, overall, like I said, they're just doing such cool stuff, and they just—they just need to keep the momentum going at this point. Like, it's, yeah, the ball's rolling. Yeah, I, I'm really liking. I, like, I keep coming back to it. I really like the Super Sea Wolf Skin Diver that they came out with. Like, it was like that. I saw dark that. That's blue really and nice. Light blue. That is really nice. Oh man, it just—I keep looking at it and I keep seeing it. I'm like, it just looks so good, like that. This is a great colorway. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Then, like I said, I went to uh, Studio Underdog, checked out the the pink lemonade, the Stephanie, both really cool. Had a great chat with the the brand owner and everything. You know, really, really chill guy. Uh, got a free poster, so that's cool for my little backdrop nice. here. I haven't put up any stuff. I literally just took any any stickers, anything like that. I was like just picking them up for everywhere. So I'm gonna have a bunch of New Year's <laughs> stickers for uh, for my little shelves here. In that's the back. funny. So I'm pretty hyped about ho- that. Look at you hoarding stickers. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 part of the game at this point. Like everybody, a lot is. of people who come on the show will send me a sticker. A lot of the people who you know, if I send something to them or I meet them, sometimes I'll hand them stickers and stuff. Like it's just like a fun little like trade it's like at the end of the game when the guys trade jerseys yeah they're, they're yeah, not paying exactly. for them they don't care right same thing yeah exactly yeah, you no, swap I, some I'm, stickers I'm a it. patch something like that i'm, I'm feeling it I'm yeah. With yeah yeah so uh went went to yemma next door to them next they had the tourbillons there yeah i was gonna ask you i saw a picture of someone had the tourbillon there so what's they up? had those uh you know kind of neat again not really my thing but it's also i think it's the first tourbillon i've ever tried on so that's cool okay. yeah <laughs> i don't have access like that to fancy fancy stuff you know so that was cool the uh the wrist master was actually a very nice wear i put that on again despite the funny name that's <laughs> gonna say despite the funny say. name yeah, yeah a yeah. rather nice watch in person yeah it looks it looks good did you did you try the uh the f77 at, at nevada yes i did okay i did, I did. So, I mean, very similar idea there uh, as far as watches go. Um, <clears throat> I did go there at some point. So they had a really, really awesome booth. Like if you're into their stuff, they had mm-hmm. their watches that they make now and they had the vintage version right next to it. No way. For almost everything. They had vintage F77. They had uh, um, the Antarctic watches. They had uh, that newer dive watch with the Cyclops they put out. They had a vintage yeah, yeah, version yeah. of that. They had a vintage um, Chronomaster Sea Diver that was like patina to high hell, but it looked amazing. That's cool. Like so they, they were had, selling, they were selling both concurrently, new stuff and vintage stuff. I don't know. I don't think the vintage stuff was being sold. I think it was just there for comparison's sake. Oh, okay. But it okay, was okay. awesome. the The old F seventy seven had like a that honeycomb dial, and it was yeah, it was like sort of 
white faded in the middle and then it fades to darker yellowish as it goes out and it's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it being old and having a ton of wear on it only made it cooler in that regard yeah and you know i i must have sat there for like 15 minutes just chatting it up with the with the with the owner and he was just he was cool as hell like i was telling him about why i like all their stuff and like how i appreciate that, like they really make uh, you know and don't, i know it's i know they're they're not um it's not the original owner i know all that yeah. stuff but like they're making faithful recreations to their stuff yeah, exactly. Which I like, and they keep it very, very faithful. And I, and I tried on everything; it was awesome. I got to try on that, um, you know, the baby Panerai we always talk about with the Pac-Man dial. Yes, how was yep. it? Deathmaster, awesome. Wears great. Like I was telling him, I can't believe that this is a thousand meter rated watch. You know, I said usually thousand meters, you're looking at something honking or or yeah. absurdly thick. And I was like, this is just super cool. You know, like just, I I checked out everything for them. I loved everything everything from them. He they have a new watch coming out. I guess it's another form of antarctic uh configuration but it, it looks really good and it was just so cool to see the old ones and the old ones are all a couple millimeters smaller than the newer ones but yeah sure but they're all they're all in really nice shape but also very very patina so it was just really cool to just handle all of it and check it out and i just kept asking yeah. i was like can i pick this one up i was like can i try this one <laughs> so that oh, was really man nice. i wish I, I wish i would have been there with you man that sounds yeah so freaking cool yeah, them uh had to go see fair after all of our <laughs> all the times we've covered all of them on our the back pod. and forth and like <laughs> we've never seen one of these. We think we like them a lot. Um confirmed. Confirmed we do like them a lot. <laughs> I tried good. on basically everything they had. Um the Aquamatics did not disappoint. Oh man. They were great. The colors are yes. amazing in person. They wear great, awesome size. Um, you know, their their time onlys were were great. I tried on that pilot. That and we, they came, uh, with, a, they came with a bracelet, right, for for one of their watches over the over the weekend. That I might have missed. I was I was very just all over the place. I was like I, I was think... like hopping around people to go to the next watch. I was like, all right, move, move, move. Yeah, yeah. Like, I gotta see this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're um I think it's their cushion case. They came out with a with a bracelet for, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to see. I took a lot of pictures, and I'm trying to I'm trying to recap my jar my memory yeah. here because uh you know I killed yeah, plenty cause... of brain cells also. Because they uh they they were doing the Milanese bracelets and they were doing leather straps and now they have integrated, um like link style bracelets for some of their dress watches and other pieces in their collection. Okay, so, yeah, I saw them advertise that um as kind of like one of their they didn't like really release a new watch per se, but they're releasing like new accessories and stuff for the watches. Yeah, and their their team was also very very cool as well, and they actually even uh you know we got to talking and and uh he noticed the strap and he's like oh he's like a bunch of us bought those and i was like oh no You're like no way that's cool you know like so, really yeah that's even more cool so <laughs> i i really i honestly really hit it off with them and i just i told them how much we like their brand and how you know we we constantly talk about them and how i i was like if i'm coming to this event and, uh, and you guys are here i was like i had to get over here you know like because yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. i'm never going to and it would just upset me yeah 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 that's sick so they were great um you know, checked out. Uh, you know what I actually checked out that was cool. The you remember we talked about those. There was a Laco diver that came out. It was like with the funky colors. Yes, they had. They were black divers, and then they just had one like the accents, like one of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. was colored, and then they came out a colored like a nylon or something. Yeah, so they had those there. Check those out. They were cool. Um, 
This is like the military divers, like the bright orange, yep. the lime bright green. Or- yeah, lime green, bright orange, bright blue. Uh, they were cool. Uh, maybe not as awesome as I thought they were in photos, but still cool enough. Like I, I enjoyed handling them. Um, they have a gray color, like a gray dialed pilot that was really nice. Okay. And also, like a- I don't. And one thing that's really cool about them, and I knew this going in, but I just I had to just probe them about it just to see what they, you know, just talk with them about it. But a lot of people don't know this. I, you can order a custom pilot from them. Yes, I did know this. Like they let you build your own with whatever movements you want, with whatever dial configuration you want, whatever, like size, I think. So that's really, really cool. Like, and they're all, I think it comes in like 800 to 1,000 for a custom watch, more or less. Yeah. And you can get like a top grade movement. Yeah, you can get like a top grade (laughs) movement in that sucker. You know, like it's it's just cool. It's cool. It's cool that they do that. That's uh, that that is cool. I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, and it's and it's one of those things like you always kind of hear like a rumor. It's like, oh yeah, they do this, and you're like, no, no. Who who in in modern 2023 going into 2024 really does this? You know what I mean? And there are people out there that still do it. That do something cool and do something memorable (laughs) and unique and. And uh, and do it well. Yeah. Uh, went to Citizen. They had a night diver. Awesome. They had the 37 millimeter diver. Size was awesome. Size was really, really good. Um, was this like a Fugu or something? Which one? The the Citizen, like night diver? Yeah, was it, like it was. A Fugu? Yep. So it's, it's good. Very good. Oh, damn it. Yeah. So the 37 was really cool. They had the that newer sort of root beer looking like the gmt i think yeah 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 with the integrated bracelet yep yep so they had those which were really nice that's like the fancy citizen yeah they they were impressive i gotta say they were really nice they were like if if i didn't know that was a citizen i would have been surprised if they were like oh by the way this is a citizen really yeah they were very nice huh so check those out um right next to them was bulova bulova had the new snorkels which was sick I got nice, to see, I, yeah, I got to see the one you like with the the black bezel with the dive bezel, the with the, mm-hmm, the blue mm-hmm. dial. They also had the the root beer one that I liked, and also a Pepsi, so that was cool. Um, think what else did I hit up? Uh, I saw that new Benris diver, the the one with the dual crown. Yes, the uh, ultra deep. Yeah, very nice, very nice, really good size. Yeah. I like the I like the handset on that one. Yes, I do as well. I like the handset, I like the markers. You know, I'm a big uh, compressor case type of guy. Yeah, so I know, I know. Me too. Works well, works well. But yeah, really nice watch. I was very impressed with. It. That's so cool. Looks good. Yeah, mosey over to Autodromo. Autodromo, they had pretty much their usual stuff. They have a new uh, Group B colorway out it's like super green is it is it uh like is it out out like it's been yeah, a, they it's dropped been it that they dropped it that day okay so is this is something that was at the was at the launch yeah so i think it was launch day on that friday what what did you think about did you see any of their their digital stuff yeah they had the digis those are neat i mean i'm not a huge digital dude but at least it's something it's a little bit of a different configuration it's a, it's a neat yeah. looking watch um, they had some of the the chronographs, like the similar to the ones that they did with Hodinkee, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had the chronographs there, and then they had, like I said, some some group Bs, and you know, I have a group B, so I know what they look like. But this one's this one's basically just really, really 
like emerald green. <laughs> um, the, the dial, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, gotcha. Cool watch. Uh, the owner was cool. Chatted up with him for a bit. Um, so our bud John from Brew, he had his usual stuff. I mean, he you know he's always coming out with new things, but still no Brew Dinky. Yeah, still no Brew Dinky. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you never know though, man. He's he's know, chilling up. That could happen. He's he's like salt of the I, earth. I, I could I could tell I could totally see it happening for sure. That's why I keep pushing it out there. Yeah. Just keep <laughs> like, putting I want, it out I want, manifesting, I want, right? I want it manifesting to in the exactly. universe. I want it to happen. Um, I got to check out some of those uh Vera watches that we talk about once in a while. Yeah, yeah. They have a new one out, and this was funny because I wore the teal dial Seiko five on the pink strap. I walk up and the guy literally hands me a watch. He goes, "This looks like a, it's up your alley. It's it's a it's like a blue and pink bakelite bezel type of deal." Yes, I saw the photo. I think Strap Habit posted a, yeah. a quick shot <laughs> shot of it. I was, like, I was like, "Touche, my friend." I was like, "What is this?" And I need it. It looks awesome, but it, you know, I searched nice. for it. I searched for it on the website. I didn't see it. I mean, maybe maybe it was exclusive to the you know they would maybe they were like bringing it out there. Yeah, maybe they're testing it. Yeah, because I, I I looked high and low for it on the website because I wanted a better shot of it because I was like this watch looks awesome yeah and it's I mean, cool because it's like it's like pink pastel pink and like pastel light blue it just looks it looks sick and then you have pastel blue hour hand pastel pink minute and second hand yeah pink date window at six yeah, like there's just good, a lot man. going on it's a nice watch it's a really nice looking watch. It it, just, it it was of all the things that I saw on people's social media, it was one of those that just like stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, it hit you in the face <laughs> because it's just like it's just so unexpected. It's like when the first time I saw like the Aquamatic, you know, like the Fair Aquamatics. Yeah. It's like boom, like okay, wait, hold up, I need to go back because that is uh, something very special. Yeah, they also had sort of that. Um, I don't even know what you'd call it. So the one that sort of looks like the Oyster Perpetual. It's, yeah, yeah. They it's made the, like a fiery orange one. Unfortunately, yeah. they didn't have that dial color because that was the one I wanted to see. Was like that blazing orange. They had like an olive green one. It was nice, but I really wanted to see the orange. Yeah, it's uh the collection is called the A3 Atlas. Yeah, that's the one. That is the one. Um, so our buddy from Haim, Zakir, who was yeah, on with man. us. Yep. He uh yeah, he's putting out, I think he's got his automatic stuff dropping. Drop in, that's cool. And he just continues to do neat things with texture. I think that's like I, I told him I was like, this is your like MO now, right? You're sort it's of like finishing. It's yeah, finishing. you're finishing your textures. Like this is your 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 brand now. So whether you like it or not, that's that's what you have to roll with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he was you doing the good. Texture you know, king. People were out there checking his stuff out. It was it was good to catch up with him as always. Um, yeah, like I said, I walked around with our buddy Nick from Strap Habit for a while. Um I, we came across a brand I had never heard of this brand. Maybe you have because you've been sort of around the way a little longer than I have. Um, it's called I think it's Zeric, X E R I C. Oh yeah, 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 Zeric, yeah, for sure. They only have like quirky ass watches. Yes, yes. But they do have one that is almost like an AP Star Wheel watch. Yeah, like it's yep, got yep. the the three wheels. It rotates mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. I was like, who knew about this brand? Like, I literally stumbled upon them and I was like, hi. And they're like, have you, ever, you ever heard of us? And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, they've been, all they have they've are been these around crazy complications and stuff. And like, yeah, they've been around and they and they sell a good amount of watches. So like clearly somebody is buying these. Yeah, they they have a very niche following. It's 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 the it's the same guys that are like 
you know, buying MBNF and that kind of stuff. But the, I mean, we're talking at like literally like a twentieth of the cost, you know, right. forty yeah. a fortieth of the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it, they they do the same type of uh, of complications where it rotates, it lines up. They they have different kind of like three dimensional indications for yes. the time. Um, and their price points are very, very accessible. I mean, we're talking twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, right. which is like the, the price of a micro brand watch now, <laughs> it, like a exactly. regular plain old white micro brand watch, not one that has like you know tons of attention to detail and crazy things going on. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. So. Oh, what is this? The Zarek Mystery Automatic Watch. Huh. If I buy one. It's two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Used to be six hundred and fifty dollars, but I get a mystery automatic watch. Hmm. Yeah. Would you like to go with what's behind door number three? <laughs> I mean, it's an automatic watch, yeah. so, so you're not getting anything that's dumb. Yeah, and they have some other watches. I'm looking at the website right now because you did remind me about them. But they have some other watches that, like the the movements are literally mounted upside down. Yeah. So like the, the the rotor swings on the top, which is which is very cool, but you still can see a time display. Yeah, um, I, was, which I was a little bit taken back. I was like, I'd never heard of you, and this stuff is kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. And they're and they're using Miyota bangers, bro. I mean, like yeah. we're talking Miyota movements that are doing some crazy funky things. And again, you know, this is one of those one of those brands that like they can do something really special and unique for a very modest sum in the watch space. It almost makes you feel bad that they have that the the what Kaz was talking about is the catalog watch exists where people yeah. you've seen people just go down the line. I'll take this handset, this dial, this case, but they're all like ones that have been used by another brand or in somebody else's design language, and they're just slapping them together. And exactly, oh, this, is, this is my brand now. And you're like, but then there's this. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you know, like, it's okay. so weird. It's like, um. Well, <laughs> we really undersold this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh yep, went to uh Marathon. You know, their stuff's neat. Always fun to check out all the different yeah. sizing on their military stuff. It's funny, they were saying they're like, we have no idea where we're this big is within the watch community. And we're like, What do you mean? <laughs> like, what? Wait, yeah, wait, wait, hold on, hold they're on. Like, they're like, We're just a humble Canadian company. I'm like, you supply military watches to military people. Like, why wouldn't you be big? Like, this is exactly what people get into this hobby for. <laughs> Did they really honestly tell I you they didn't know that, that they were big? They're like, we, we didn't know we were as popular with, with like the watch folks, I guess. I was like, well, here you are. It's <laughs> like, uh, who is your marketing person? You yeah. need to fire that person immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you need to fire that person absolutely immediately because um, obviously they're not doing you any good justice over here. That's crazy to me. Because, man, it's like, Everyone knows Marathon. Yeah. That's wild. That's honestly wild. Yep. Yep. And then uh, right next to them was that brand. I think it's Braver. Braver. I don't know. Braver. B-R-A-V-U-R. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. I've, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I, I know the name. So they're like a Swedish company. And, you know, I was talking to their their owners. I, I remember going to wind up. I think it was 2019, 2018, something like that. And they basically only had one watch out at that time. And I told him, I said, I remember when you guys were just this, and now they have like chronographs and stuff, and they they definitely up know, the ante, yeah, up the ante a bunch. And uh, I think you sent me one a while back. It was the one with the pink pink subdials. It's like 
a black chronograph and it has like a light pink, a darker yes, pink. A darker yes, pink. Yeah, yes, they yes, make that yes. one. And they had it. So they were also kind of like going back and forth and be like, this would look really good on here. I'm like, yeah, it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This is the one that does the the cycling chronographs. Yes, that's exactly what they do. Okay, cycling, okay. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Inspired. But I yeah, mean, you know, they make I, neat stuff. They do. And they were I, very I, nice. <laughs> I love, I love that chronograph. I really do. Like it, it's so they had the original one is is like La Corsa Rosa. Yeah, that's the one. And then they had the second version, which is La Corsa Rosa 2. And basically this had like a small, almost looks like a rotational bezel. But I love it because it's like this racing dial, checkered flag in like this hot pink and black motif. And each of the subdials are slightly different shades of pink. And they almost look like singer subdials from like oh, the Paul yes. Newman Daytona. Yes. You know, it's just like, it's so sick. And it's like, I think we're talking like 39 millimeters, 38 millimeter case. It's cool. Like, I would love to get my hands on one of these. They were very nice. I just think that they're cool. They were very nice in person. Yeah, Um, that's a sick Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the usuals. Oris was there, went over to their stuff. They had that uh, that orange and black uh, firefighter collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the carbon one and everything. Yeah. Very nice in person. Um, They had all their, their, their usual. They had a Kermit. Yep, they had Kermit. They had actual Kermit sitting there, which was funny. Ah. Like a, a so tough, I guess uh, so I guess uh, Oris Bear had to take a seat to Oris to Oris Kermit, Oris huh? Frog, <laughs> <laughs> Oris Frog. But Oris Bear got to come to the party, and I don't think Kermit did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oris Bear always has to make an appearance, I guess. He does. He did not come out afterwards this time. <laughs> yeah, he almost got broken last he time. He almost I heard. got snuffed last time. So. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that was oh, cool. God. You know, after that, I had to go pick up the kiddos, but came back the next night. Uh, went to the the or social club. They have it at this bar. It's a. It's called the Trailer Park Lounge. Oh, that sounds fun. It is. It's 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 kitschy. You know. It's yeah yeah yeah. It's in New York City, but it's called the Trailer Park Lounge, and it's 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 a fun bar. And it's got a little bit of outside seating, which is cool. And uh, yeah, pretty much just ran into everybody under the sun I've ever met in my life in this <laughs> space. <laughs> that is ha- funny. I was hanging out with Kelly and Peter. I was hanging out with um, a lot of people from Red Bar, New York. Yeah. Um, you know, Josh and VJ. Uh, that was funny. Josh introduced me to his wife at one point. Hey, do you yeah, know who Viv- this is? I was like dying laughing. I was like, you know, just. Yeah, Viviana. Yeah, it was funny. And especially because I actually. If my first was a girl, we were actually going to go with that name. So I had I had like oh, a really? fun fun Easter egg to to lay on her. I was like, oh, so I was like, you have a cool name. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fun. Uh, like I said, Red Bar people. Oh, and I watched dudes were there. Yeah, I saw a few of them. Was yeah. I don't think Cody was there. No, I, I missed Cody. I, I, yeah. Zach was there. Wesley apparently. Well, apparently is my neighbor. Not literally my neighbor, but he's literally lives like two towns over from me. He's like, Are you kidding me? I was like, no. Like this like, whole time. Yeah, he's like, this whole time we live this close together. I was like, yeah, dude. So yeah, that was know, yeah, small world, man. Small world. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Um, yeah, saw them, saw the watch cringe dudes, saw um Yeah, watch cringe. Yeah, like I said, I just I saw pretty much everybody I've I've ever known in in a tiny little NYC packed bar. So yeah, yeah. Really fun. You know, had a had a few drinks, went out, did some karaoke after there's a, there's a video floating around of that somewhere. 
Yeah, I did see I did see the karaoke <laughs> recaps. Apparently apparently you 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 do very well with the karaoke. Meme god and rap god. Yes. So there's yes, that. apparently. <laughs> but yeah, just such a great week. Like I I literally look forward to this weekend the entire year and some somehow it almost gets submarined every year and I just will not let it. And th- and this is why because there was just there's just nothing better. Like everybody's out, yeah. everybody's having a good time. It smiles all around. There's no nonsense and it's just fun. It's just straight. Like the hours go by so fast because you're just having a blast. And so I, I recommend anybody who has not made it out to wind up <laughs> weekend, wind up watch time weekend, whatever you want to call it. New York City watch weekend. Definitely come out next year. I will see you there. We can uh, have a drink and, you know, make an ass out of ourselves singing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looked it looked like fun. I like I love living vicariously through everyone that got to that got to experience it. So, yeah, it was wild. We'll we'll get you out here one year. All right. I know. When, I know. When, I know. When the podcast is making a bunch of money, we can <laughs> we'll do a Schmidt reveal. It'll wait, be awesome. Wait, wait, you you guys are getting paid. You guys are getting paid. <laughs> Still one of my favorite means of all time. Yeah, no, that was a great template. It really was. Um, and then. So to parlay that into a, almost, I guess, a mini topic here uh, is I was wondering this to myself I was, as I was walking around because it was a bunch, there was a stretch of brands that I didn't really know anything about and watches didn't necessarily grab me and I didn't really spend much time there, kind of just bra- bra- you know, breezed over them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, oh, by the way, I was disappointed. I thought Serica was supposed to be there and I didn't see them. Who? Serica. Serica, yeah, they, weren't they supposed to be? There? I thought they were. Maybe I just missed them. But I, I asked a few other people, and they said they didn't see me there. So maybe they were just in a weird spot, or I don't know. Maybe they were just lumped in with somebody else, and I, I missed them. But I, I really wanted to check those out. Didn't get a chance to, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they, they. I thought that they were there. I saw their name on the list. I looked around. I didn't see them. Did you, did you check out, check out the other brand? Uh, was it Lorca or whatever? They do that like cool GMT thing. It was kind of neat. I think that's the only watch they have, right? I think it's just the one, yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was it was like right next to Fair and in between them and uh, Autodrome, I think. But so okay. I, I was in the neighborhood and long enough to see them. Oh, and I met Mark from Long Island Watch again, another <laughs> neighbor of mine who <laughs> I never hang out with. Oh. Hi, it's Mark from Long Island yeah, Watch. But you know, he's he's super cool, man. He's great. He really is. That's cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I think him and him and Nick might be doing something soon. So that's cool. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at yeah. you making uh, making all your Dude, friends have connections. Six degrees of separation, baby. That's what it is. You know, here it is, baby. Here it is. That's it. That's it. But uh, but yeah, so I was wandering around. I was looking at a lot of brands. And I was just wondering, like, you know, I, I you could tell basically by the way I was speaking about things like the Nevadas and things like that, that I would consider laying out money for those. Yeah. Now, some of those brands I didn't even strike that core with me. I have no idea why. That is what I was trying to figure out is why because you know in in some respects a lot of people in the space are the the same they're on par with each other sort of brand wise yeah. you know some smaller than others some more independently owned but i i was trying to figure out for the life of me why some of these brands seem to hit so hard and other ones i'm i just feel like are kind of forgettable and it's not necessarily a design issue or you know how popular they might be otherwise you know yeah. like, like like you know studio underdog is a, is like a darling like everybody's just like oh yeah they're cool you know we, there's no way around it they're cool yeah right? um 
but I, what made them cool you know what i mean like that's kind of the yeah that's kind of the thing yeah but know? also like you know like when i went to district time a bunch of people bought those kind of interesting looking richard harvey watches because they're just out there you know they're kind mm -hmm. of way off mm -hmm. the cuff they're they're very unique and i could see where people were attracted to those but then you'll have another brand that i'll look at and i'll be like yeah it just doesn't move the needle needle at all yeah and i was trying to figure out what it is because at this level brand cachet only exists so much like certain brands yes but most of them are it's a, it's a largely level playing field as far as okay. like okay. You, you know the the weight that the name of a brand carries now yeah some of them definitely market way better than others mm -hmm. and i think that has something to do with it no it certainly does there's no question that it wouldn't you know especially when you get things out there in front of people and I mean, let's think of it this way. Like they were at wind up. Yeah. It is not inexpensive to be there. No, it's not. It's a lot of money. And it's a lot of money to to show up and maybe not do any business at all. Which I guarantee you some of those brands that happened. Nobody yeah. cared. Nobody wanted to go see them. And whatever they were, were interested in, it was just not interesting enough to people to to excite them to want to buy it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that had to happen to somebody for sure. But you gotta have a little bit of cachet and you have to have you have to have presence. Because to some degree, like if you don't have that, if you don't have any money in the bank to to really push towards for marketing, things like that, you're 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 gonna miss for sure. Yeah, and I have to imagine that's tough. As a as a small brand owner, right? You only have so much to allocate right yeah. so you have to choose your spots very well and i know yeah. people who have you know they've said i'll put this much in and i'll do the facebook ads thing or the instagram ads thing and then that's that's all i'm doing you know like i i don't really have the money to pay for a blog review or promotion like that so i have to understand it it is tough in that regard to market mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you do not have access to a platform yeah. You know, um, but I'm, I'm just I was really trying to figure it out. And I, I think part of it might be originality, like true originality. I would agree with that to, to, as well. You know, I, at least I think that's a like a bonus point category. Like, I think yeah. even if somebody makes a watch that necessarily isn't for you, you can still appreciate it if it's super original and it's it's something that's sort of off the beaten path, like that company we were just talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then the rest i'm not sure you know i i don't know how much i value like keeping up with trends you know i don't know if i value more that people try to set their own trends or if they try to go down their own path and I, i'll sell know, these regardless you know what i mean yeah i think i think for me there's there's that aspect of it that that i find it's appealing and attractive and maybe it's just because I'm so jaded in the sense that, you know, I've seen so many brands come and go. I've seen so many different styles come in and out of vogue within the community. And over the last, you know, 10, 15 years or so, the the, the industry has changed dramatically. You've had, you know, all these micro brands coming onto the scene. And in many ways, it became test markets for for larger brands in terms of trends and things like that. Yes, definitely. But what I think what I think has been very interesting about the micro brand space is the ones that really stand out are the ones that did everything different, right? 
if you think back to kind of the origins of this, the the Helioses of the world, the Halioses of the yeah. world, like they were doing the light blue dial to yellow dials far before anybody else really thought it was cool. And then it became a trend, right? Yes. You look at something like Fairer. You know, we love that brand unconditionally, even though you and I have had very limited exposure with them, but we can appreciate it because we know the product is good. And their design concept, their design language, price point is very uniquely their own. And there's not a lot of brands that play in that space. But that's also why I like them, because they are original. You know, they do funky stuff with loom. They do funky stuff with color. Like, they are not afraid to make a light pink and light blue watch and call it a day. That's cool. You know, when when you think about these these watches that stand out, it's it's because they they lean so hard into something that is it ultimately becomes their identity. You know, you look at like Nevada, right? I love them because they are literally recreating as close as possible all of their original catalog, and in some cases to the original size specs. Dude, the F seventy seven is a banger. I mean, it, like, it, it, it is sick. a banger of a watch. And it's if you're sick. listen, if you're somebody who like myself is never going to sniff a Royal Oak, why not? Yeah. And and again, you know, at, at this at this price point, twelve hundred bucks US. I mean, I think that's even less than what a, a Christopher Ward twelve. I would think so. I mean, look, even the uh, Boulevard Royal Oak goes for a few grand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I saw somebody post that on social over the weekend. I was like, he's like, this is the only Royal Oak I'll ever have. <laughs> I was like, okay. Even those are expensive now. Yeah. You know. I mean, so... and 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 Seaward is leaning heavily into these into these twelves. I mean, they just came out with the one that, and, and I don't know if we talked about it, but. Um, they had the one now with the with the gold bezel. I don't know if you saw that one, the golden hour. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, okay, so a golden hour is two thousand five hundred fifty five dollars. A twelve forty millimeter is starting price point looks around twelve hundred for some of the crazy dials um, or titanium versions. It's eighteen hundred. So I mean, there's a lot of these integrated watches that are hitting that price point. But there's something I think that I find that's really cool about the the F77 because it feels, at least in my opinion, it feels kind of old school. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically a recreation. It's not a, it's not even like a, a reinterpretation. It's it's straight up. The no, same yeah, watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, and you they, gotta they, love it. You gotta love it. For they that. put the colors a little more on trend, but aside from that, you know, they have the the old ones are really cool. I was actually looking at old ones just for the heck of it, and like they have like an old, like the older dials. They they fade from the middle, like so the middle yeah. is white, and then they get darker as they go out. So they have like a seafoam green. They have like a yep. Yep. sort of a. We talked about that on one of the episodes yep. that I saw before, and it was like this is this is the color dial I want to come back for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then they also have like a brownish, like they just have some cool stuff, black, but even the old ones are just they're just nice. Like that's one I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an eye out for one of those and like if it comes up, I'll I'll just snag one. <laughs> yeah. Cause like that's I mean, I, that's how I've been lately. I've been like, you know what, I, I want the original. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And but and you still have your Nevada, no? Yep, yep. That was fun too, being able to go up to the boots and being like, so I have this one, you know, like without Instead of being like, uh, I know nothing about your brand or whatever, you know, you yeah, know, you're yeah, like, yeah. so I got that one. Um, let me check out all these other ones. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. 
for sure. That's so yeah. cool. So. That's cool. So yeah, so that was sort of the the underlying theme for me walking around Wandup was trying to figure out what makes watches stick or brands stick and what makes them not. And I I those are some of the factors I was thinking of. Um, you know, I'm not so married to the whole backstory thing. Like I know that's a big, big trope in yeah, especially in micro brand watches is history. And but all of it's made. It's all of it's, right. It's all it, of it's, most it's, of it's, it's nonsense. It's ma- it's manufactured. I mean, l- l- look at it this way: It's like, what has Nevada done? I literally couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I, I I literally could not tell you. I I know they make cool watches. I know they make watches that are great price points. But as far as like what they've done historically over the years, no freaking clue. But you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. History is 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 going to be the history, and and you know all these zombie brands that have been resurrected. It's all all of their history anyway is all you know archival history that they've taken ownership of. You know, the, in many cases, the people that are running these companies today have no affiliation to right. the brand yeah. from from years and years and years ago, right? So this is just basically all intellectual property that they've been able to garner by acquiring these these intellectual yeah properties. yeah that's you know exactly what, I mean? what it is yeah it's it's artificial it's artificial so for me it's not know, quite stolen valor but it's <laughs> I mean, it, but you could argue in some ways it kind of is you know <laughs> you know what i mean like this is stuff that really happened you have the access to it but at the end of the day i mean you were not a part of it <laughs> you were not a part of it at all <laughs> you know what i mean it's it, it, it has it has no affiliation to you so I think, you know, the historical aspect for me is becoming less and less important for micro brands, I think, is probably where I draw that line. You know, because I think when you're thinking about, you know, big companies, Swiss brands, you know, these Japanese brands, German brands, I think when you're looking at multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of, of, of dollars, I think heritage and lineage plays much more of a factor in that. Because you're you're buying into more of the cachet. Right. And with that you have more of the heritage and all that stuff. Whether made up, artificial, whatever, doesn't matter. But you you are inherently buying more of that. But these brands that are newer, they don't have any of that. It's all made up. So whatever their heritage is 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 completely, you know, devoid. I mean, I think of, you know, in many ways a perfect example is is Bremont. You know, they were just a no nothing independent startup company. And they're like, we are aviation watches and we make military timepieces. And they literally invented that. <laughs> like they, they, it's like they just decided one of the next, like, this is what we do now. It's like Bell and Ross. Like Bell and Ross back in the day was was, you know, a, a company that was utilizing Sin to make, you know, their watches and their cases, and they were just rebranding them Bell and Ross, and they were designed to look like instruments and all this stuff. And you know, it was in many ways just stolen valor because it was Zen that was making these timepieces. You know, and they were just rebranding them with Bell and Ross on the dial. Um, but that's what that was the stick that they leaned in. Like we are military timepieces, and we make watches for the for the active you know duty person. It's like this is complete BS. Like this is not even real. But if you market something enough, it becomes fact, right? Not People, a lie if you believe it. Exactly. <laughs> you market <laughs> if you market it hard enough, people will eventually believe it and take it as fact. And then at that point, you you've created an identity for yourself. 
So I think, you know, when it comes down to things that, that stick, I, I really think a lot of his marketability is being able to strike when the iron's hot, being right place, right time. But I, you know, also a lot of these brands just come out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, but they come out of nowhere because they have the backing, I'm sure, behind the scenes of other people that are industry titans that can help kind of oversee the success of this. Because if this is truly and they, they authentic, put you in touch with the right people. Exactly. If which this is, is truly authentic, which is as important as anything. Yeah. Really. If this is if this is truly authentic, most of these watch companies would, would not would not exist. I, I I do believe that. I think you get the right investments from the right different types of people that can really help catapult your brand and push you forward. Because if not, I mean, nobody knows who you are. Nobody cares. You become irrelevant, and you're one of the watch brands that nobody views at the show. So it's got to be marketability. It's got to be a little bit of history. It's got to be design. It's got to be uh, an approach that people find appealing and different uh, and different enough. I think that's the other aspect of it. It's kind of a the X factor, right? It's like, well, we're different. Like, well, so is everybody. But how different are you? Like, what are you different in doing? You know? Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I I think you know a little bit of originality but still being able to strike the chord with the enthusiasts and i guess the non-enthusiasts right because at this point getting your watches in front of people who will consider to buy them is the most important thing they're not all going to be watch nerds correct so being able to hit with the enthusiasts but also being able to sort of plant that seed in the non-enthusiast head that says this is a a watch that is worth it. This is a watch you should spend money on. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. You have to, you have to have mass market penetration. Right. Cause all you, those people probably know is like Casio Rolex and Kenneth Cole or something, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's a little bit more serious than that these days, to be honest with you. Um, Cause you're, I think you're starting to see much more of a crossover in pop culture with, with watches a little bit. Yeah. And and you have more lay people that are that are interested in that. Like I can't tell you how many conversations I've had from just you know people I've sat next to on an airplane or met in the hotel lobby or or family and friends that that you know we've never talked about watches at all, and all of a sudden they're asking me questions about watches because it's coming across their their feed, it's coming across their their right their social you know places, and that that was that was very unusual. You know, I remember you know when when I liked watches, it was like the weird thing to do. Like who, yes. who likes watches? Like what kind of psychopath, unibomber type person are you that that you like mechanical watches? Um, that was kind of the way it used to be, and and now that's becoming less and less of a of an of an issue. You know, people understand it; they think it's cool. Um, it's an expression thing, and there's so many great brands out there that you can really get into. That you know, there's really there's really something for for everybody, and I truly do firmly believe that. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, it's a, as good of a time as any, right? Yep. I mean, uh, scarcity nonsense aside, like if that's your bag, it's really not a great time. But if you're just in <laughs> it to to get your feet wet, I, there's like no better time than right now. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 way way too many brands out there, and it's a good it's a good problem to have. It is for us, yes. <laughs> for them, maybe not so much. Well, I us, mean, yeah, I mean, it, for us, I mean, but I also think for anybody, it's like now you have options. You know, this is where you can start buying stuff that maybe most people would never see and, and most people would never experience. And I think that that's cool. You know? Yes. 
Yes, I do. And that's and why we didn't like this are what they are. <laughs> yeah. And that that didn't used to exist before, you know? Everyone had the same SKX. Yep. All we would do is change the NATO strap and the bezel. And... <laughs> I was going to say the bezel. Yes. Everybody. <laughs> oh, but you know, it is what it is. It changes and it's good and it's for the better. Yeah. But it's kind of interesting. I wish I wish it would have been there with you to kind of get more hands on with this and kind of see more of this phenomenon un unfolding. Because I, I definitely think that there's something there. Um, but we'll just have to we'll have to see. But uh, all in all, wind up was good for you. Yeah, it was great. It was good. And I, I'm, I've probably forgotten a million people who I saw. Oh, I saw Tom there. I, I saw so many people. And, uh, you know, it was really it was awesome. Every single person who stopped and said hi, like, thank you. Like, it was a really, really fun time talking. To you. Like, I, I, good. you know, like I said, I, I went solo because I was just like, I'm just going to go and just socialize. Like, I don't want to yeah. bring someone and then have them feel weird when I'm talking to people that I know. So I'm just gonna go solo and, you know, fight the, do the thing. fight the anxiety of being the the lone lonely nerd and uh, you know, just do it. So, like I said, thanks to everybody who stopped me, who said hi, who engaged me in conversation, who you know, cheers me, whatever. Like I had a, I had the best time. It was really so good. I can't wait till next year. That's amazing. Yep. And maybe one of these days, your boy Schmitty will make a anonymous trip. It's around Halloween time. Just wear like a screen mask. You know, <laughs> who's that? Ashman. Don't mind. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look at the weirdo in the in the in the the robbing ski mask. Yeah, yeah. It's so. okay. <laughs> next time. Uh, yeah, next time. All right. Well, I think we'll put the cap on this one. It's getting a little long. Uh, yeah. Next week, one o three. One o three, baby. Trucking along. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you next week, Smithers. I'll see you. Take care. Be good.